This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, I'm Hanif Baharudin and you're tuned into the show that brings you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Jungle School Gombak Malaysia is an ecotourism initiative that works closely with orang asli communities to give visitors a sample of what life is like outside their comfort zone. On top of welcoming outsiders to their homes, Jungle School Gombak Malaysia also teaches visitors the cultures and traditions of the orang asli communities. We've had them on the show before to showcase what they do and as one of the initiatives that relies on human interactions, they were severely affected by the pandemic. After reeling from the impact of the first lockdown, they then had to go through the second lockdown and now that we're opening up again, I decided to catch up with co-founders Nur Zalifa Zainal Abidin and Major Kalam PE to see how they're doing this time around. Alhamdulillah, I think um, during the lockdown, I think we've been uh, working from home. Uh, Alhamdulillah, um, what we do now uh, during the partial lockdown, we just uh, get the family bonding. We enjoy the session, but uh, we can see actually um, around Gumba area, the nature is flourishing during the lockdown. Uh, the monkeys and the the other wild animals, the birds are happy because uh, the human are staying at home. But uh, on our part, um, we have not stopped our ways of educating the public uh, about the orang asli indigenous people in Malaysia. So we did a few um, activities uh, through the social media online. Mm. I think the last time we spoke was last year and at that time uh, I think uh, we were just about to open up again I think after the first lockdown um, you said that you have plans line up to reopen again right um, but unfortunately I think after just three three months after that we went into another lockdown so how's the yeah situation like then? Well uh, if you ask my opinion I kind of enjoy <laughs> lockdown <laughs> Because uh, there's no human's activity to destroy the environment. The rivers all crystal clear, especially in Gumba upstream here. Even there, there is a river in front of our apartment here. And it's very clear. Because there's no activity, there's no human activity, uh, planting, gardening, whatever. Uh, but we continue with our small efforts around the house planting, uh, gardening, and all these things. And uh, at the same time, we are actually feeding the animals around our uh, apartment, uh, monkeys, birds. And I think they are really, really enjoy the humans and what you call this, the bila human tada, kan? They are very happy. And they are flourishing the 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 fly the birds flying everywhere and, and um, the monkeys are they're not disturb disturbing our house anyway they just come and feed and take all the, the other plants that I planted in the garden and that's it so it is it's how it should, it should, it should live with uh, the nature so yeah I like the, the lockdown better than, than having all this uh, open border where 
uh, a lot of human uh, encroachment into our jungles and the rubbish has start started to come now. Yeah, that's reality. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the sad part, right? I mean, I, I like your perspective to a certain extent that you perhaps enjoy the fact that I think um the environment is not disturbed right by by people, but at the same time, I think um because you run jungle school, there is a business element that you somehow have to take care of, right? Especially when it involves the orang asli communities. Um, so yeah, what what was it like for them? I think having to um you know after opening up again having to then go back into um, another lockdown and this time around it's, it's much worse than the previous one when I, I think because uh, we were under like a lockdown for a much longer period right so how how did they cope uh, you know with the second lockdown considering that I think the first one was already bad right uh, yes uh, it is quite um, it's really affected the community of Rangasli in the whole Malaysia Uh, the ones that we are observing and interacting most is uh, within the Gombak area. So what we do is like uh, we also connect to the different NGOs or individuals who like to assist the Ransley during the lockdown, partial lockdown. And we did a few uh, activities in the social media campaign, uh, having to involve with IIUM uh, students as well, uh, where we are doing community project, but mostly online social media campaign. And what we do, uh, having to able to be able to do the fundraising, uh, we we do the in kind donation, and we distribute it to uh, the Uransli within the area. Uh, of course, it's, uh, it is uh, affecting um, the activities of jungle jungle school. But what we do is like we are more uh, active in the uh, webinar. We are also uh, getting other NGO to collaborate and university to also uh, collaborate in order to to get the people to understand the situation of the Oransli. But at the same time, you are mentoring uh, some of the Oransli families during the lockdown. We already set up like jungle school nurseries because uh, during the lockdown, I think even the Oransli, we have advised them to do a bit of a herbal garden around the around their homes and um, they are now uh, i think during the lockdown they are preparing themselves on the things that they can do but from time to time i think the malaysians are helping the rasli by uh, because the ngo individuals are, are still sending in kind donation and we assist uh, assist some of them and uh, I think in terms of, they were mentioning in terms of the quality of water in the river, uh, the conditions of the jungle without the without the rubbish coming in, the illegal dumping coming in, then it becomes better. The, the natural environment is much better during the lockdown. So I think um, the current, the current uh, moment uh, we are facing where people are encroaching, people would love to enjoy the nature. Uh, but at the same time, uh, some of the irresponsible community members who comes into the niche and the natural environment, they they forgot that they have to manage their rubbish while having their picnic or excursion in the nature within the nature. So now we are helping the Ransley to to set up recycle centers, uh, to do more cleaning up and taking care of the the jungle and the river so they are they are very concerned they are quite quite excited to to take care of their natural environment so we are working hand in hand with them now uh 
we have recently uh, won three international awards because uh, during the lockdown, partial lockdown, our social media campaign was quite successful. And these are the kind of uh, activities, uh, activities and initiatives that we have done um, in order to get people to understand more about the nature, how the Uransli is nurturing the nature and taking care of the nature, their concerns about uh, how to create sustainable livelihood. Uh, so I think these are the kind of efforts that now, now Jungle School is starting to doing the activities uh, with, uh, with the Orang Asli as the facilitator, as well as uh, we have visitors from the local visit, uh, for, from the local Malaysian, as well as those who are living in Malaysia. So there are demands for the Jungle School um, survival and uh, nature appreciation uh, activities. Mm, okay, so um, how long were you close uh, before this? It's almost a year. I mean, the jungle activities is almost a year, but uh, the social media campaign we are we are doing it uh, throughout the year. So uh, we've been doing recordings. Uh, we mentor uh, from time to time. We do go because uh, we are taking note on the social. The SOP, the physical distancing, not the social distancing. But we do we do interact with them through the Facebook, uh, through the handphone and WhatsApp, and uh, and we are mentoring them uh, verbally. Uh, they are very excited. They they have uh, more and more Oransley families. They are more keen to be part of the Jungle School members. Uh, so hopefully, uh, we are getting the relevant parties or uh, government agencies to assist as well. Uh, we want to create a kind of a training uh, for the Uransli to become uh, local guides so that they are prepared for our local tourism. So our recent um, awards that we have received, we have set up like a community-based tourism um, enhancement activities so that... Uh, People will know more about Uransli and people will understand how the Uransli is living hand in hand with nature and they want to nurture. So the kind of a socio-economic activity that can assist them is actually throughout having um, the, jungle, uh, the jungle activities like uh, trekking, trails, taking note that we are assisting the public if they were to enter the villages of Uransli uh, they should be taking the local guide, the Uransli themselves as the guide, because you're entering the area. Kalau orang asli kata, the kebun, kebun, forest is a jungle. To them, it's like just an orchard, the big orchard supermarket. <laughs> so uh, they prefer people to show respect when you are entering the area that they are living in and taking care of the nature without disrupting the wild animals, the plants or trees or even the river. So uh, it has to be a mutual respect activity. Um, not just, uh, yeah, I, I can understand everyone would love to have uh, the nature uh, therapy kind of activity because it has been almost two years for everybody locking down in, in their homes. So we do, we do understand that. So there's a lot of people uh, now encroach, not encroaching, they want to visit the nature, but some of the community members are not responsible, uh, are not showing enough respect to the nature. We want to do a lot more uh, awareness so that people 
while you can enjoy the nature, you can assist the orang asli to care for the nature uh, by supporting their activities and enjoying the expression. So you can take the look uh, them as the local guides. They are very expert in the jungle, and you can experience the cultural heritage experiences, uh, the traditional knowledge that they have. It can be showcased in such that it helps to boost up their socioeconomic and improve their uh, lifestyle. I've been speaking to Norzalifa Zainal Apidin and she's joined by Major Kalam PE and together they founded Jungle School Combat Malaysia, an ecotourism initiative that empowers the orang asli communities by giving them opportunities to run and handle most of the activities organised by the school. We're going for a short break. Stay tuned. I'm Hanif Baharudin and you're listening to I Love KL on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. I'm Hanif Baharudin. Joining me in this episode are Rosalifa Zanal Abidin and Mija Kalampi'i, co-founders of Jungle School Gombak Malaysia, an ecotourism initiative that works closely with orang asli communities. They have been sharing how they've been coping with the second lockdown and some of the initiatives that they've embarked on during the downtime. Like many other initiatives out there, Jungle School pivoted online and made full use of the virtual platforms to the best of their abilities. Here's Rosalifa to explain more. Okay, uh, what we do is... Uh... Uh, during the activities, we get uh, like a major kalam to give an input, input talk and lecture. And like myself, I did a, a few international webinars uh, to create a sense of uh, awareness. Um, and at the same time, we are educating the public uh, about the culture of orang asli, uh, why they are so concerned about the nature, their livelihood. Uh, so what we do uh, when we want to do community project. Uh, we get involved with uh, my students, the applied arts and design uh, students in the Kulia of Architecture in IAUM. I have assigned them to promote uh, the needy community. So they were being divided into five groups and we get the NGO. So one of them is Major Kalam as mentor. So for the assigned groups, uh, what they need to do, they have to like do a case study, understand the targeted community that they are going to assist and uh, like for the jungle school uh, we focus on to the the needs of and the culture of the Uransli. so when we start to get to know that the output is like while they are doing the fundraising they need to do a kind of a copywriting uh, create a, a poster design um, they even design some comic books as well as uh, coloring books as part of a fundraising donation. So uh, we work together with a few NGO, uh, like a MOVE, okay, they are volunteering uh, NGO, uh, and the NGO hub under Giving Hub, uh, where we are using the social media um, fundraising platform uh, in order to monitor the fundraising and the recordings of the, the activities. So when we have like a, a collaborative effort from the university, from the students, from the NGO, uh, from um, we also invited one famous photographer, Peter Ong, 
he was like uh, doing a campaign about the wild animal, talking about the birds and all, and uh, the importance of the habitats in relation to the jungle, the river and the wild animals. So uh, these are the sets of mentors who are helping the students to to do to give more input and to produce. So we actually produce a, a video that we sent to Canada. Uh, and uh, Alhamdulillah, we obtained a gold award, a special award and a best invention video award. So these are the collaborative effort together with the university, the NGO, Jungle School. So in UIE, IAUM, uh, we have uh, IAUM Jungle School Initiative. We are also uh, working hand in hand with Jungle School Gombak Malaysia to support in, uh, the, in recording and uh, getting more mentor. Uh, we are setting up modules so that the modules can be uh, within the virtual uh, stacking modules. Uh, and at this current of time, we have more um, university professors, uh, scientists to join in as part of our collaborator. So I think um, the way we do it, we even encourage any individuals who would like to volunteer uh, as part of our team, inclusive the, definitely is inclusive with the Orang Asli community members. So um, we have set up Jungle School Young Ambassador. So we have the youth coming in uh, to, to be the, the one who's going to do a, a lot more uh, video recording, um, they are setting like the cartoon animation. So, so hopefully, inshallah, uh, we can get the ball rolling in the... I think we, we are on the track now. Uh, we are setting about like now we have 15 Jungle School Young Ambassador. So uh, they are the youth, the youth generation uh, who are very uh, equipped with digital uh, transformation. But we are guiding them as mentor. And uh, we are taking up more orang um, asli youngsters to be involved. Hopefully, inshallah, I think that will be like our next immediate project. Actually, it's ongoing at the moment. And uh, I think on, on Major Kalam uh, part, he will be uh, mentoring those who are going on site once. I think we, we have uh, started the Jungle School activity already. Uh, Jungle School is not just in Gomba. We are setting up in Huluyam and uh, Kuala Ganda. Uh, Kuala Ganda is in Pahang. And we are getting more members in Pahang, Johor and other states. Uh, so hopefully, inshallah, more Jungle School will be. So Jungle School Gomba is actually the headquarters. Uh, and then we are mentoring and empowering the Oransli. Uh, hopefully, we are setting up more trainings uh, for the local guides as well, training of trainers, because we want to create a kind of a ripple effect uh, so that uh, it, it will be like a collective effort among the community members or government agencies um, to assist the Uransli community. So hopefully, uh, that will be... The ripple effect will create more ripple effect and uh, I think it will bring a bigger impact. So we, we want to showcase in such that the Uran Asli themselves will be able to contribute to our nation. Uh, they are the ones who actually are nurturing and uh, grooming the jungle. So uh, And they love the idea of having the jungle school activity because it is part of their livelihood. And uh, at the same time, they are earning. And uh, their youngsters are now... Uh, 
uh, get inspired to relearn about the cultural heritage and at the same time they they got excited because uh, they see that oh the public the community members other community members is uh, actually uh, supporting them and uh, supporting in terms of getting them to earn because that will be part of their contribution in the education uh, tourism as well as the community based tourism so and we are working closely now with uh, tourism selangor and other related parties to spark more to empower the orangsley to become more entrepreneurial rather than uh, they don't like the idea of people giving them the the food supplies forever uh, during the in- intermediate stage will be okay but for sustainable livelihood and uh, they should be able to be given the chance to be good entrepreneur themselves so and they love the idea mm sounds like um you have a very comprehensive plan uh, congratulations first on on i guess expanding the jungle school uh, so it's now no longer just exclusively in gomba you have branches now right which is great um but going back to your social media outreach and also your your virtual outreach it feels like um you have a very comprehensive plan there and i think now that we are opening up again will this continue because it looks like it's it's, it's a good complementary uh, program to your existing jungle school right so so will you plan to actually continue this after the lockdown uh yes we are actually doing it uh, at the moment um i think for this semester my students uh, i have more students to to join in and, uh, and do a, a lot more fundraising and uh, they are going to assist the orangsley to be part of the having a, like a business model for the entrepreneurial sets of uh, business because different uh, different tribes of orangsley they have their own sets of minat uh, the different difference so So what we do is like we we get them to be like for those who are more concerned about uh, having a jungle school nursery like um, to do that herbal garden. So we encourage them for those who are more to arts and craft. Then we nurture them towards innovating and creating more creative designs as part of the fashion accessories or even products. So uh, the social media campaign should be continuous. And uh, of course, we do have uh, international webinar. We have webinar. We have. Uh, uh, hopefully, we can we can do our talk show as well. So uh, we want to train more youngsters, or even for those who like to to volunteer uh, with having their own sets of knowledge and skills. Please join us uh, because we feel that the more the more people uh, assisting the Oransley. Uh, the better and uh, even among the orangsley they are they are creating their mentor we are mentoring their mentor so that their mentor will inspire a lot more uh, they do have their sets of idols and mentor among the orangsley so we hope we can work together with all this experience orangsley having their own sets of knowledge so um Yeah, we hope to continue because uh, the way we do things is like we want to create a kind of a sustainable uh, practices, not just uh, theory, but but on site. Uh, mentoring and empowering Oransley is very important to get them uh, to feel that they they have their own sets of uh, opportunity to give back to the nation. So they they kind of uh, wanting to give back. 
and uh, they feel good about it. So inshallah, we can create a lot more jungle school entrepreneurs. Uh, hopefully, we get more volunteers to assist us because um, at this point of time, uh, now we are recruiting more volunteers to assist us. Just now, Dr. Nasalifa said that I think uh, different orang asli communities have different interests, right, to a certain extent. So, um, in expanding your venture to outside of Gomba, how do you deal with, I guess, introducing this concept to to the communities? Uh, how do you approach it, and you know, what's the reception like, and what's their, I guess, response to to Jungle School um, outside of Gomba? Okay, and uh, the first place that uh, when we deal with orang asli. We always see the elders, the elders, especially the Tok Batin. Okay, because Tok Batin are the spiritual leader of the village, of the tribe. And once we have engaged the Tok Batin and successfully understand what is the, the culture looks like, what are their preferences, what they want to do, what they don't want to do. At the same time, we we look around at the opportunity of that community or villages, what actually they uh, can uh, give to the, to, to the country in terms of uh, do and community-based tourism. Then we just keep on nurturing them, empowering them that this is the, the part they should do. For example, that we actually have approached uh, uh, smokeberry tribes in uh, Maran. It was before uh, lockdown, I think, two years ago. And they are having a very large forest reserve to themselves. And they are actually gazetted that area as their cultural jungle. So they can do all the cultural activity in that jungle. So uh, what we can do now is just... Uh, to increase you know, the intensity of the program there, for example, jungle guiding, and make sure that the guides uh, you know, um, can communicate and the history of the uh, jungle areas and how the the culture of the smokeberry people uh, in that area. So these are all the things that uh, we should go uh, first. You know, we should know their, their culture because the tribes are different from each other. Even the language is uh, it's different. It's, it's not a dialect of, like uh, Kedah and Kelantan and, and Gisilan, Melaka. No, we, we still understand each other by the dialect. When it comes to orang asli language, it is totally a different thing from Semelai to Tamiya and Semai. They are all very different. So to show that actually there are differences of thousands of years of language among this tribe. So to, to bond with this kampong, uh, with this community, we have to understand through the elders, through the, you know, the Batin and this older generation that their culture is the top priority that we can actually showcase to the world. We are not going into that uh, village uh, community to tell them, hey, you should be modernized. You should 
uh, focus you should uh, showcase new thing in your in your community now because there are a fraction of orang asli thinking that they want to be developed like modern people like us like us in the city and they but they lost their culture they lost their identity and so this is what the the, the elderly are worry about because their culture has gone except for their IC which is written as orang asli and the IC card other than that they are they looks like Malay so and they're not practicing their culture anymore so this is what we want to bring back to all the communities so that once we look at them and we just um, on the spot we know that ah, this is Semelai this is Mia Semai and uh, Patek or Smokeberry just like when you go to Sabah or Sarawak you, when you look at the Sabahan you will know that the Karazan Bajau and Rusun uh, or Sarawak you know Iban Bidayuh easily because they are practicing their culture so this is what we are going to do here in Peninsula Malaysia when we want all the tribes having their own culture wearing even their own tempo not the headgear and even the, the, the art of making blowpipe are not the same among all the tribes they have their own some even the, I just found out about two of the our tribe which is Samalai and Jakun they have a culture of making blue pipe from wood it's just like the uh, Sarawak the Iban Bidayu making from kayu belian but here we are using different kayu different woods uh, which I haven't seen in action yet but I heard the elderly are talking about it that those days our ancestors make their blowpipe using woods instead of bamboo that bamboo is, is become a common now because it's easily obtained in, in the jungle because they're already hollow compared to the wood kayu uh, pulut if I'm not mistaken from the my conversation with the other elderly or asli so this uh, our first step is to know the tribes and the the leader and we can we can come up with the idea of how they should uh, reintroduce the culture into their community and at the same time i'm doing um, uh, research on my own there are a few researchers also in the country which are sharing their, their research for the past many many years and because we want to know what is the culture of these people what is their original languages so most of this uh, data or this journal are actually kept by the british the british in the british museum actually they have it so now we just uh, bring up now some of them are in pdf form now so even the tribe doesn't know a uh, few hundred years ago their, their, their grandmother grandfather is doing that uh, ritual or not doing farming using this way of, of, of doing things because it's not uh, recorded and they, uh, and it's not memorized by the, the younger generation so the culture gone but when we look back at the journal that written by the uh, the researchers the 
botanists from uh, England, for example. Then we found out that, oh, they have been doing that before. Now it just because of our industrial revolution or because of they mix more with the modern people. So they stopped doing that and they start doing modern things. And at the end, they, they forgot about that original uh, traditional culture and it's just gone uh, with time. So I think that's, that's how we, the younger school is trying to help or trying to revive the culture and heritage of our indigenous people of Peninsula. All right, so I'm going to end our conversation here for the time being. Uh, but for people out there who would like to find out more information about Jungle School Combat Malaysia, where can they go to? They can browse our our website www.jungleschoolgombak.com or they can see our Facebook Jungle School Gombak Malaysia and also our Instagram and you can reach out to us uh, through email jungleschoolgombak@gmail.com and also our contact number uh, for me Dr Nurzalifa is uh, 011 5639 2591 and Major Kalam his handphone number is 019-382-2591 You've been tuning in to I Love KL and I've been speaking to Norzalifa Zanak Abidin and Major Kalampi. They are co-founders of Jungle School Gombak Malaysia, an ecotourism initiative that collaborates with orang asli communities to educate the public on the ways of living with nature. That's all we have for this episode of I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at pfm.my slash I Love KL, our app which you can find via Google Play and the App Store and also Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin and you have been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Stay safe and join us again next week only on BFM 89.9, the business station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.